Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. This is the only college football podcast on the internet, and that's why uh, that's why we're going to talk to you today about a very serious college football matter. That would be making your rival look like the cheap, skimping, uncharitable, selfish people that they are. Freeloaders on the great paddle wheeler of life. Riverboat gamblers who never ante up but are always there to take when the pot's divvied up. That's... You make it sound sexy. I did. I did. did. (laughs) Handsome men with mustaches roaming the river barges. Go on. No, no, no. These are are cowards. But bad. No, I'm sorry. Bad. Bad. (laughs) Cowards with mustaches. (laughs) <laughs> stolen Pretty. mustache That's our valor new texas blog we have a third one now for some reason <laughs> cowards with mustaches they're such pretty ones oh so strokeable i know no 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 bad <laughs> we'll resist your rogue wiles oklahoma state Ew. we won't man hey you know who i haven't seen a lot of today hmm. oklahoma state oh about time you show up folks because what we're talking about is that you know you don't have much of a presence in the uh Annual EDSBS Charity Bowl. That would be uh, the one time that this entire community, uh, the shutdown full cast listeners, EDSBS readers, rogue hangers on, uh, you know, random people who just sort of enjoy coming in and like, I don't know, dropping a grand in donations just because they can. Which includes nobody from either Oklahoma school today, far as I can tell. Mm? Mm? Mm, you poor. Uh, that's okay. They're about to legalize weed. They're just gonna. They're just gonna get that GDP like not through even the roof. Tulsa. Damn, Oklahoma. Tulsa, come on, show up, y'all. Uh, show us. It, it's the golden hurricane. Let's uh, see that gold. Bling it up. Yep. So that T Boone. Come on, T Boone. Seriously, you're a bill. You're still a billionaire, right? Come on. Are you? Huh. Think of that. What's a grand maybe, to maybe, you? Maybe you're not T Boone. Mm. Yeah, come on. He's you, down there in the thousand airs with our president. You spend that. On, you spend that on velour tracksuits in a week. Come on, drop drop us a grand, T Boone. No problem. We've been doing this for. Uh, we tried to figure it out before the show. We do not know. I think that's eight years. Yeah. Who's that? Oh, that's the voice of uh, Padia Mixon, a uh, longtime friend of mine and uh, my former boss. <laughs> this is what I wanted to ask Padia about tonight. Okay. Uh, what was it like to have Spencer working for you? And has anything changed? Has anything changed? Um, well, let's see. So Spencer and I worked together a very, very long time ago, and we were babies. I mm-hmm. was like 25, and I was running a department. I had no business running. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hired Spencer to be a vocational counselor and ESL teacher for refugees. Um, and Spencer was creative. Awful. <laughs> Awful. No, actually Terrible you weren't, you job. weren't, you weren't bad at the job at all. You, you had a rapport with the clients. You were creative. It was, it was fun to have you in the office, but um, uh, you were, but? you were new to um the professional world still am <laughs> like you realize that wasn't a that wasn't a bug that was a feature now you're not wearing shoes right now but at your initial job interview i heard that you did show up in shoes shoes but no socks okay yeah okay so uh, he's degenerated yeah. <laughs> improved he's currently barefoot in my home i've, I've become a purer vision of myself <laughs> Um, no mustache. And, and Spencer did bring a Great Dane to work. Can I? Can I be specific? It was my Great Dane. Yeah, oh, okay. he didn't steal a Great <laughs> Dane. That's like true. It wasn't a random Great Dane. It, it was your Great Dane. Would he to, do to this? A, to yes. a, to an English class. Would it be fair to say that the Great Dane brought Spencer? That that would be fair. That would be fair. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really have much of a choice. The dog was like, <laughs> "Hey, I'm going to work with you." And you're like, "Oh, okay. Yeah, dude. Let's roll." <laughs> Um, it fit under my desk. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. No. Okay. She curled. No, she curled right up. It was fine. You could barely see half of her mm-hmm. under there, looking conspicuous. It's like it's like when Ferdinand the Bull tries to hide behind a flower. Like that's that's what it looked like. Pedia's here for a reason. Pedia is the head of uh, New America Pathways, 
That is the refugee service organization that we raise money for every year for, as we said, probably like eight years. I, I think, think it was. I think it was eight years. Okay. If, you, if, if you only we know, had the higher. entirety of the internet at our fingertips. We've been doing it for seventy-three years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's better. Should have like a telethon. Or something. <laughs> My bow tie undone in hour forty-seven of it. Um, we were we were selling we were selling war bonds. Rolling bandages for the boys in the Crimean War. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness we'll never have to fight Nazis again. Hey! Shit. So. Speaking of which, Duke, y'all got to step up. (laughs) (laughs) I know y'all are having a rough week, but as of tonight, we have all of $25 from Duke. But do you know who they're beating? Who's Duke beating? Michigan State with $10. Oh, when's that happened before? Not I mean, recently. I mean, based on uh, the the big stories in sports news, Duke, you got money to throw around. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> you're handing out money. So you're handing out money to families. Yeah, come on. Why you already you just... like to do this. There might be some people in here who can play basketball, and how do you want them to remember you? This um, this is uh, what we do. Uh, for I guess our eighth year now, mm-hmm. we we guessed we don't know. We have everyone. Uh, we just ask for donations to New American Pathways and ask people to donate, preferably in the form of a score that reminds everybody of a time when your team beat your rival uh, terribly. For instance, you know, unless you're Texas or Texas A&M, because those aren't rivals. Not rivals. They're definitely not thinking of each other right now, kissing their pillows with the other's face crudely drawn on it. <laughs> In crayon. Uh, little cowboy hat on the pillow, yeah. too. Yeah, the pillow's got little white pants on it. <laughs> I love those, too, because the only thing they currently squabble over is which one brings in more revenue. So, sure, if oh, you want to donate yeah, $100 million in the name of Texas is rich, do it. As a Texas A&M fan himself said earlier tonight, y'all, we got oil and gas money and a little brother complex. Let's put both of those things to work. Come on, let's put this fundraiser on spinners. Yeah. Right? You're 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 closer to Houston than Austin is, right? Uh, zero dollars out of Houston today, by the way. Oh well, well again, they're they're a little tapped out right now. <laughs> <There's>, yeah. <laughs> Whatever do you mean? They went pretty large to start 2019. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, you know their their money's going somewhere else. There's a, whole, there's a whole damn NBA team draining their entire booster fund. <laughs> Please um, read the related story on SB Nation by noted NBA reporter Stephen Godfrey. Wow. Uh, we'll have to get Tillman Fertitta to kick, kick in a couple of bucks. Dana. Dana, I don't know, man. Dana's probably. It's not like he's busy. Hey, that money will come back. It's an investment. <laughs> I gave it I gave it to Rodrigo in Caracas on the 3rd. He said he'd have it back by the 14th and double it. What could go wrong? How many people do you think Dana has in his phone named Rodrigo? Seven. Yeah. Yeah. How many of them live in West Virginia? Five. Four, okay. four or five. Fair. He's going to have to expand his Rodrigo portfolio in Texas. The uh, the fundraiser for New American Pathways, just give people like a, a little like, what does this money do? Like just in short, just a couple of things, you know, three or four things that uh, if you go, okay, well, you know, refugees are resettled in Georgia. What, what do y'all help them do here? Well, First off, we're the we're the organization that welcomes them to Georgia. We're there at Hartsfield Jackson International Airport when they arrive, and uh, we continue to serve them um, from arrival through citizenship. So we provide housing, clothing, basic needs. Um, we register kids in school. We take people to the doctor. We teach them how to use public transportation. We get them their first job. And then from there, we really um, work with families on the things that they've told us that they really care about. So we have a huge after-school program because refugee parents tell us that they really care about their kids taking advantage of all the opportunities that are available to them. We have a job to career program because a, a lot of refugees come in with professional experience and we help them, we help them work in their field. Um, we help people become citizens. We help them reunite with their families. And we help register people to vote. Last year, we uh, registered 8,122 people to vote um, as they swore in as U.S. citizens. That's beautiful. The after-school program is probably my favorite. That's- Can you tell me a little bit about the after-school program? Because I've never been. 
they're the coolest. That's all. Like, like, Patty, Patty, actually, you you worked with like kids, kids. Yeah, kids, I did. Right? I worked with. I worked um, with high school. High schoolers are awesome. They they were easy. Oh no, I loved. I think that's my favorite thing that I ever did. I I ran the youth program back when we were a RESA, um, before we became New American Pathways, and uh, yeah, I absolutely, I loved the kids. Um, I I always kind of liked the the troublemakers. <laughs> um, but, you know, kids in after school, uh, refugee kids, most of their parents can't speak English, so they can't get help with homework at home. So we help them with homework. We do fun activities. We go on field trips um, and we play soccer. Soccer is um, the key to getting kids to show up. And then and then everything else is gravy. Yeah. It's a, by the way, if you're ever volunteering at a refugee uh, program after school and the kids say, hey, you want to play soccer? The answer is no. They will knock you down. Yeah, no. You, <laughs> no. <laughs> they will knock you down. And then they will say, I'm sorry, Miss Padia, yeah. but soccer. <laughs> yeah, they will. They will kneecap you like the Dutch soccer team. <laughs> so if you give them sports, they'll learn stuff. This is just like college football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. See, it's exactly like that. Um, the the other thing, my favorite thing about doing this is that one of the largest like non-governmental donors to New American Pathways is after eight years of doing this is the EDSBS community idiot football site. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's, that's that's hard to explain to your board. Which is bad, but also right? gratifying. Yeah. Uh, it is. Our board is very appreciative of the, you know, of, of the EDSBS community. But yeah, I do really struggle to explain um, how this whole thing works. Why are all these people cussing about the state of Alabama? <laughs> Why aren't they cussing about this? Come on. <laughs> Got to have real passion here. You know, it, yeah. I know that like they want to sometimes, you know, hey, it'd be, be fun to be fun to sort of reach out and you're like reach out to. 500 600 donors oh boy so yeah. they they so th- then they really say well what can we do for spencer and um how do you mm. keep them away from spencer <laughs> we could invite him to a meeting no no, no. Um, you're gonna find him under a desk like a great dane maybe with another great dane that he I, is found so, so we did we did honor you with booze yeah, that yeah, was no, that at, was a good at call. Red, white, new at our big gala, we honored you with booze. Did you so have to stand up at our right. table while people clapped? I did. How was that? Terrible. Cool. It was the worst part of the night. The booze was good. <laughs> the booze was great. <laughs> this is a wonderful thing. Standing up in front of people and then being uh, called by your first name is yeah. But you know, um, it is this this uh, fundraiser has actually been really important for us because. When it started like eight years ago, we were an organization that was almost completely funded by the federal government, and we didn't have the ability to kind of do the kind of programming that we really wanted and the things that our clients were asking for. Um, And then every change in the government, and over the last year, there's been a lot of changes in the government, Mm -hmm. just dramatically impacted our, our, our organization. And this was our first really big individual fundraiser. So it, it helped us kind of develop an individual fundraising program. It helped us start that process of diversifying. And now here we are, you know, back then we were 90% government funded and now we're 60% government funded. And um, and not all of that came from losing government money. So Woo! You know, we've all kind <laughs> of, so we've all kind of like grown up as a process together. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Also, I didn't say we've grown up. I said as a process. As a process. Yeah. We have not grown up. Also, I really like reminding people. I'm like, you know, like, name a football refugee. I'm like, Tim Biakabatuk, <laughs> Michigan. Rennie Curran. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah I think, Wait, was, no, he was an immigrant. I yeah. He was a refugee. He was, he was Liberian. Uh, his parents were immigrants, not refugees. I believe there was another receiver for Georgia whose name is escaping me, Jason, if you could pull this before I do. Um with your superior Georgia DNA. There was, there was another one pretty recently. I'm trying to think of the school. Yeah. Yeah. Bosnia? Uh, I don't know if we've had, I don't know if there's been a Bosnian football player. I think so. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that, that's my favorite though, because you get to say Biakatuka, which is a fantastic name. Muhammad Masqua. 
How will you forget Momas? I know. I forgot Muhammad Massaqua. Best part about Muhammad Massaqua and Rainy Curran, by the way. Rainy Curran, who's an immigrant, not a refugee, but Rainy Curran was Liberian. Like a bowling ball rolling downhill. I know. I love Rainy Curran. Beautiful. And I like, you know, as a like as a as a hate- I hated watching him against my team. I know. But I loved watching him I know. Play. It's like watching Champ Bailey. You're just like, oh man, <sighs> I can't hate you. I love you so much. Uh Mark Richt, when he recruited Rennie Curran, he had to go to Petty will be able to fill in the blank here. Mark Richt had to go eat at Rennie Curran's house. Rennie Curran uh is Liberian, and the first thing that they did was feed him what? Bony fish. With what? Foo-foo. Yes, but but what to make somebody really nervous who might not be used to that palate? First thing, hot sauce. Like, they just got him to eat, like, straight peppers when he walked in. Like, you want to recruit my son? Eat these. Mark Rick was like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Did he flinch? Not until he closed the door. <laughs> it's been great. Oh, God, I'm going to die. <laughs> and Mark Rick was never the same, and that's why, that's why he went to Miami. We'll just call that fact. No hot sauce down there. None. No. <laughs> the, the bland, tasteless food. That's why he's of, kind of scarlet in complexion now. You might have noticed. Of Miami. Well, it, this is going to go on all week. You can donate. Uh, we'll have the link in the post. We'll send We'll send everybody what they need to look at in order to contribute. I donated $41.14 today because that's what we beat Florida State by last year. It'll be worse this year. Right. Are we able to also read the link read the link for uh, people who aren't looking at posts? Uh, we can do that. I think that, that I can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is donate now dot network for good. That's F O R, not the number dot org slash EDSBS twenty nineteen. Donate now dot network for good dot org slash EDSBS twenty nineteen. After day one, who we got? Oh, we had, look, we hadn't even been going for a couple hours before our single donation record was obliterated by a gentleman from Georgia Tech. And when I say obliterated, people were saying, oh, did he donate $220 to celebrate the long ago thrashing of Cumberland? No. Uh, did he donate, you know, $51.48 12 times once for every month of the year. Nope, he took that 51.48 score and put some zeros after it for a $5,148 donation. Georgia Tech, you are insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Georgia Tech leads Michigan, which wow. I don't think the money cannon has begun to wake up yet. Uh, but also, I don't know if this lead is surmountable. Like this is This is a kind of commanding lead that no one has ever had on Michigan in uh, in the history of this. So it will it will be interesting to watch them try and catch up. As of like 8 p.m. tonight when we stopped counting donations because my eyes were crossing, uh, Georgia Tech had $7,536.82 in donations trailed by Michigan at $4,869.27. They were trailed by WashU and St. Louis, who had, I believe, $1,100 flat. Thank you, WashU. And they were trailed by everybody else. No other school so far is over 1000 although there have been donations rolling in, I know, since we started recording. Woo! Y'all! <laughs> We are a third of the way after day one uh, to our $75,000 goal. And at 100K, we get to make Spencer do something seriously awful and disgusting to his body. Or, you know, not. <laughs> okay, in my no, don't look at me like that because I was the one who suggested, <laughs> hey, maybe the stretch goal this year doesn't have to be horrible. And you laughed. Spencer is about to do something very cool. Spencer has done something very cool, but we took a photo. Tattoo. We took, we took a photo. Spencer, so, is this the ass tattoo year? It might so, be the ass so tattoo. So previously, uh, goals such as what, uh, 50, 25, 50, those yeah, man, it was like it was like 40, one, like 35, 40. Last year, it was going to be like 50, and we got to almost 70. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah. Pre- we, previous goals only in the five digits resulted in tattoos on Spencer's body. So mm-hmm. six? Body mod to actually like have Wolverine claws implanted in my or you might arms. have to you might have to grow a stinger and, and yellow jacket wings I like this see at least you went to Georgia Tech so you would have one explicable tattoo on your person that's true 100k is the neck tattoo level 
just realized it. No. Because that means you really mean it. Well, you're never going to have a real job. What are you worried about? <laughs> you're never <laughs> It's true, though. It's too late. Yeah, let's go like, let's go like honeycomb pattern all around the neck. <laughs> honeycomb pattern tribal armband tattoo. Like honeycomb with barbed wire weaving in and out of it. It'll be like, do you realize this will be the only hard Georgia Tech tattoo? What about like an anklet tattoo, like an ankle bracelet with little bee charms dangling from it? You should get, you should get a Russell Athletic Georgia Tech tattoo. <laughs> Russell Athletic being the, it's the probably like, bad that that's the thing that made us laugh the hardest. Sorry, Russell. The like gym teacher class at like fitness gear that everyone else has got like Nike and Georgia Tech for years was like, nope, Russell Athletic. It was like Auburn and Georgia Tech were the last two Russell schools. I got, I got, uh, we're, we're going to go back tat for you, Spencer. All right. We're yeah. going to go five, just five, five things. Um, one is pretty large. It's literally the number one. It's going to be in the middle of your back. Above that, we're going to go B-A-L-L. That's a Reggie Ball jersey on your back. Oh, God. I was, th- well. Oh, I, that's terrifying. I was thinking that I could have like Calvin Johnson diving for a pass thrown by Reggie ball over on my shoulder. And the ball would just be like eight feet off target. You, you have the ball, anyway. like the ball is on one uh, leg and Calvin <laughs> is on the other leg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> As you walk, he just <laughs> comes close and oh, so far away. Close again. Oh. God love Calvin Johnson for being a legend that is built partially out of my quarterback was so bad. I look like a God catching those passes. <laughs> How did you get so good in the NFL? This is nothing. <laughs> At least Stafford gets the ball to my hands, damn it. And he retired early because he was Alexander weeping after catching passes from Reggie Ball. There were no worlds left to conquer. Yeah, that in Detroit. And he's like, well, I've had the ultimate experience. Reggie Ball at quarterback and the Detroit Lions, the NFL franchise. What more could a man every want? D- every day of my life will be better than all of those. <laughs> Do we have the uh, full standings in front of us by chance? Yeah, do we have the full standings yet? Uh, what do you mean the full standings? Oh, by school. Like, oh, by school. Um, not yet. We're going to have those up on the leaderboard on EDSBS in the morning. All right. Okay. Because okay. we still have donations coming. I haven't had a chance to uh, enter mine. Uh, Kansas State 60, Jacksonville State 52. I haven't put Tennessee's in yet because I haven't quite decided what I want to go for this year because we have nothing to celebrate. Um, right. I was just laughing at the idea that Texas A&M roars in with like 20 grand in the last day and I end up with a collie on my ass. like just. And you'd be an honor to have her there. <laughs> to have Miss Reveille there. You got to get a 12, but you got to like... I don't know. Texas court. A&M has to crack 100 bucks first, which they have you, not if you, done if yet. If you get an A&M tattoo, you got to go to court to get approval to use like the, <laughs> the bevel yeah, 12. You know, no, they're, they're and by court, he means Aggie court, not court Aggie, court. You're an Aggie court now. It's presided over by the dog. <laughs> Like you get an A and M tattoo on your butt, and they will literally sue your ass. I hope Aggie Court has Judge Rip Torn, because <laughs> Rip Torn did go to Texas A and M, right? So like Judge Rip Torn is a possibility there. Oh, everyone. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's um. These are all terrible possibilities. Oh, yeah, but they're not in danger of happening so far because uh again texas a&m has failed to crack 100 bucks yeah with people on here like drive a stock car into a wall at 180 miles an hour <laughs> yeah, we, we got a lot of becky lynch energy still to get out <laughs> after last night i think that's as good a segue as any because <laughs> last We've night gotta recover from here's another becky here's lynch. another georgia tech's in the lead so we might have a first time champ oh Segway, buddy. Segway. That was good. You had the turn signal on and everything, man. That was nice. Thanks. Very unAtlantan of you. Because we had a couple. We had a first time chant last night. Kofi. Hey, Kofi. Kofi. Kofi Kingston won. He won WrestleMania. We were get that much happiness in one night. Oh my god. That was so. That was so moving because like there was multiple connections. There's a college football connection because Big E on New Day is uh, repping the University of Iowa with uh, his big corn fed thighs. Dude has the biggest legs I've ever seen on a human being. Um, and a Sprayberry High School connection, correct? Former Sprayberry High School wrestling champ, Xavier Woods. Why is Sprayberry High School special to us? I well, I, I went there along with there a, we bunch, go. A, there bunch we of, go. a bunch of wrestlers, but also also me. I mean, why is I, it special to us? Because you're our special boy. It's that outstanding wrestling. Ryan's not here, so you're our special boy. It's that Cobb County vocational wrestling program that produced, uh, among other people, Buff Bagwell. Uh-huh. 
The big boss man? No, Xavier no, Woods? no, 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 no. Don't voice <laughs> big boss man on us. I'm not letting that one slide. That's ridiculous. He's not our responsibility. You know, he's he had nothing to do with our fine vocational program. Ask for his certificate, and he will not be able to produce it. Yeah, yeah, he ain't from around here. Um, so yeah, it's big, big emotions that did uh, <laughs> and tonight, in addition to that, but uh, which by the way, I will say this: you complain about the length of a football game if you like. Okay, it's oh, not you. it's not five and a half hours. It's not. Admittedly, WrestleMania is way better than most four and a half hour football games on seven average. Seven and a half. And a half hours. It was seven and a half. Was it yeah. seven, with with undercard? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was light outside when we started, and it was Monday when we were done. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So, like, no matter how grueling it might feel to those of you who are at this very moment watching Virginia play Virginia basketball. Uh, just know that you didn't watch Triple H face Batista, so it could always be worse. Actually, <laughs> no, that was one better. One Virginia donor today dropped five hundred bucks uh, in honor of the average he spends on each trip to Vineyard Vines. <laughs> that five hundred—that's Virginia's record every year. God, that's that's majestic. If, yeah, or also to represent Virginia's record, I did not ask. See Texas A and M roll through. How much you spend on a? How much you spend picking up a random duck blind at Bucky's? Huh? Jimbo, I thought you had money. Come on. Yeah. 70 million guaranteed. Guaranteed. The Lord himself, Ravelay, could not take that money away from you. But you repeat yourself. Come on. How much can you spend on on, on new hair? Buddy, he is about <laughs> to find out. That is the space race. <laughs> you know, hey, did you That's notice? That's a literal space race. Did you notice, in case Texas A&M, Texas isn't? Okay, so Jimbo Fisher. The space atop his head, which is balding. Yes. Um perpetually balding and then always on the comeback i don't think he's gotten anything to really settle up there texas no. a&m's new coach no it's, you, it's a homesteading battle have you seen tom herman this offseason oh no he's on the comeback trail friends oh no Why? Wait, he's, he's already it. a shapeshifter just yeah. shave it tom tom's got uh, i will tell you this tom he's been recruiting in new areas of his scalp it's it's on the comeback, y'all. It's exp- Texas is back to expand his territory. <laughs> if it comes through and it's like Texas shaped up there, oh, it's destiny. Texas might not like that though. They might be like that's gauche. That's something A and M would do. A and M would be like, he's got Texas in his forehead. It's a sign. <laughs> the more scientific a fan base, by the way, and the more technical a fan base, the more superstitious they are about football. This is canon. It's completely true in every single instance. Um. We did have a first-time champion. We might have a first-time champion tonight. And uh, uh, the basketball, we could we could pretend like let's do it like this. Um, the the champion of of basketball, of course, that you folks who actually watch this game is a first-time champion. That school is fill in blank beep. here in post. We won't we <laughs> won't actually remember to do this. Hi, I'm Zach Beecham, one of the hosts of Worldly from Vox, your guide to news from around the world. Every Thursday, Zach, along with Alex Ward, our defense writer here at Vox, and me, Jen Williams, foreign editor at Vox, we give you the history and the context that you need to make sense of global stories. So if you want to understand what's happening in Iran, Syria, North Korea, Russia, China, Brazil, Worldly is the podcast for you. And we always save a segment of the podcast for unique international stories, like a fruit heist in Spain or Iceland's quest to build a better soccer team. So if you're interested in any of that, you should subscribe to Worldly from Vox on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Texas Tech. E- either way, Virginia or Texas Tech. Yeah, this is where they can put the champ. Vox ad. They're, hey, Vox people, put the Vox ad here. Go put go put that Vox ad during there. Yeah. Space. So that we you. know it's all going to get skipped over. Oh, wait, space. no, I can put it there. I have the power now. Okay, yeah, do that. We'll go space three, yeah. two, one. We'll just delete all this chatter and put. No, we'll I'm delete it in post. Yeah, so pause. I'm I'm deleting nothing. Mm-hmm. So glad we got that right. I mean, that was an amazing yeah. call, Jason. <laughs> all four yeah. of us just sitting here going like, I can't believe we picked the right team to win. <laughs> there, there will be a new champion, and and the thing is, is that neither of them will have any clue what to do with it. I think. <laughs> Here's the thing. We'll get, if UVA wins, you'll get shots from Charlottesville that are uh, your standard ACC students, 
frolicking in the street. There'll be like street cams. There'll be, um, you know, there'll be people climbing on poles and stuff, right? Do you think they have a single camera in Lubbock tonight? Do, do they have a pole? Yeah, do they, <laughs> do we'll they all go climb the tree. Can light penetrate in Lubbock? Do they have a street? Yes. <laughs> Bunch of people in a patch of dirt. Y'all, if you've never been to Lubbock, it's a lot like being to the moon. Yeah, that's what I expect. Like that, like we'll get pictures two to three minutes after they beam into. <laughs> right that's from the fucking Mars rover. <laughs> just see a just see an astronaut with a cowboy hat and pistols. <laughs> Don't fire those in the capsule. You we idiot. found evidence of water in Lubbock. <laughs> also, they're gonna have to celebrate in a dry county. That's oh, it ain't it ain't dry it ain't dry tonight if they win. I, no, I love all this Wait, uh, this uh, uh, stipulation about an event that will be over by the time people listen to this. Yeah, that's uh, if that's so. Whichever of y'all lost and had to endure talk about you celebrating in your town, sorry, <laughs> sorry, but also there's not that many of you on this podcast anyway. Um, that did get us to thinking though about like uh, first time champs. In football, who would have, you know, and how they would react to that. There's, like, good list and bad list. We're fond of the bad list, generally, if, like, yeah, wouldn't it be funny if they won? Because they'll never win. It'll never happen. I mean, really, it's very rare. Like, the same 12 to 15 teams always win championships in college football. That just Yeah, the last first-time champ was, was it Florida? I always forget. Might have been Florida. You know, he was also but, the also the last first time champion basketball as well. Mm-hmm. Y'all knew Billy, as hell. Do you see Billy Donovan today though? He was asked like, he was asked like, okay, I have I have things I want to say about this. No, this is fascinating. Yeah, you want me to set it up? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so Billy Donovan, who's coach of the Oklahoma City Thunder, used to coach at the University of Florida. Um, Billy Donovan was being asked about Tom Izzo. Tom Izzo said that he felt like he needed to win two titles in order to really sort of feel validated as a basketball coach. You need to win two championships. He was asked about this, Billy Donovan was, and Billy Donovan's response was, after I won my second one, I was wildly depressed. Like, I was depressed. It's like it meant nothing, and it changed nothing. I've never heard a coach say that. Wow. Never. Which, uh, I, I think that, uh, I like that as a culture, we're speaking more openly about this kind of thing and I hope it leads to more people doing that but I thought it was like I thought it was fascinating and I'm really glad he said that no it's stunning like you yeah. can hear the reporters go like what? he's like yeah I won a second one and it just I was depressed afterwards it was just hollow because if you're chasing the thing because his point was he went on to something that's like I think probably I think he took like the immediate swan dive into something that is pretty mm-hmm. relatable he was like oh this is about relationships and this is about people and this is about um, you know, doing this every day and enjoying that and, you know, really sort of working to accomplish a goal, right? But the titles kind of poison things for him. And I thought about, like, he was there at the same time as Meyer. Yeah. And they were both, like, winning titles back to back. And I kind of wonder if Billy Donovan, like, looked over at Urban was like, oh, God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's what that's what you become? Jesus. I'm not going to do that. We live across the street from each other. They did. Just in case you wonder whether Billy Donovan was in a position to do that. Look over and see Urban coming in at three in the morning looking like he was going to die. Hey, this is a great life. This is fun. But yeah, I heard a coach actually say that today out loud. Also, can I just say what a flex this is on Tom Izzo? A guy who's much older than Billy Donovan and has been coaching. But I don't think think it was that, though. No, I don't. Like, I genuinely think he was being honest. And I don't give a shit about Billy Donovan. But I think that was an accidental real moment. Yeah, no, I, I think he's I think he at one point, like, you know burned out and something bad happened and he kind of got off track and then said hey maybe i'll go coach russell westbrook that seems less stressful than i'm 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 gonna go roam the heartland i'll go roam the heartland wander the world a spell um jason who is your who's your first time champ in uh in college football that i guess like you'd want to see either for the good reasons or the bad reasons i think this fits both bills wisconsin Because <laughs> how many people would die? <laughs> yeah, the Wisconsin drinking prowess has been well documented on this program. We've talked frequently about the <laughs> the brandy caves, <laughs> but uh, oh, the brandy caves are real, man. We've seen those. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like, how do they dial it up? 
I feel I feel like y'all might be more uh, have more expertise here. <laughs> if, mm. you've, if you've actually if you've actually witnessed the Brandy Cave, I think it would be outbreaks of Wisconsin everywhere with a focused implosion of Wisconsinism in Madison. Right, like Madison, it would be like Madison has fallen. <laughs> <laughs> it is no more. It is. It is no more. It's gone. Yeah, arson. It's just. It's not there. It's like the Tunguska blast. It's just gone. Just a big hole in the tundra up there Whoosh, by the lake. It's just a lake and a blast crater. Everywhere else, though, there'd be like outbreaks of Wisconsin. There'd be like people, you know, like drinking 24 packs sitting on top of city buses in cities that aren't even close to Wisconsin. Right. Some so, guy in a bat, some guy in a badger's T-shirt in Savannah. Right. Just sitting on the bus like, hey, I can drink out here legally because I just won. Yep. Squatters rights. We're squatting <laughs> on the title. Yeah, Bucky's Law. Look it up. <laughs> so, like, what if they win the they win a semifinal at the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans? So now you have Wisconsin fans celebrating in New Orleans. Oh no, no. And then maybe they win the title game in I don't know Miami or something like that. I think there'll be a warning shot. I think Indianapolis will happen. They'll go to Indy and they'll go Indianapolis well, or the USS Indy. I mean, they can drink Indy dry on accident. Yeah, no, I mean that that'll happen, right? They'll be like, oh god, they burnt down every steakhouse in the city. They're All two of Hellman's them. mayonnaise now. <laughs> we made it ferment. We're oh, the new models. Upsetting. Yeah, that. Wisconsin would also have no clue what to do. None. They'd have no clue. Like I don't think most teams would know what to do if they won. They'd have no expectations, right? Wisconsin would go like, well, we always win ten games. I guess we were going to knock this out like sooner or later, and then they would just go back to being you know, like eight and four. Yeah, I mean they've they've come pretty close to making the playoffs, and they uh, it's not of, unrealistic, right? They sort of backed into a few roles, but like they've they've had a few few chances. I think so. if you, I could see them. I think they're one of those teams that again, I could see them. Uh, <laughs> let me phrase this very carefully: accidentally backing into a national title game, mm-hmm. and also the back of your garage, mm-hmm. right over your mailbox. I mean, if you can make a Rose Bowl at eight and five or whatever they were, <laughs> the greatest greatest Rose Bowl team ever. <laughs> Count uh, it. Like, what do we say about Wisconsin? Whenever they have a really good quarterback, they're awesome. Well, they got five star freshmen right now. First time nah. I've ever had that. I mean, come on, that's worth like a that's worth an outside shot. Uh, I was gonna lean on I was gonna lean on another team that have no idea what to do with success, um, which would be Oklahoma State. Like, Stillwater is like. 5,000 people. It's, it's, it's tiny. It's not a big place. There's not a whole lot of people watching. Um, they'd be real enthusiastic. They'd have no clue what to do. Would it None. look like in Red Dead, the camp party? Like, Jack's, Jack is home. <laughs> Let's all have a little hoot nanny. We'll play, we'll play and then Mamba gunfire Pig. breaks out. Watch me dance with this dog. It's on its hind legs like a person. <laughs> That's the school president. Yeah. <laughs> T Boone's crazy. I mean, that would be delightful. I want it to happen for you, folks, you know? But, like, it's going to be hard to explain that many people in black jeans and cowboy boots, you know? Like, that's that's not something America's used to, right? We went crazy over a dang trap song this week that had some country in it. Yeah, I was just about to say the black jeans might be coming back. No, no, the that, that might be the next crest of this wave. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma State riding the Yeehaw movement to a national title. And again, this is something that almost happened. I mean, right? Texas Tech is powered to a title game. They they play they they play this song. They play the old town road. Like they, become, they were an, they were an early adopter. They'll become impossibly powerful. <laughs> again, again they might be losing at basketball as we speak. So apologies. Yeah, who, who who knows? Definitely not us. No. But Oklahoma State almost made, like, you know, they were right there. Yeah, they, uh, like, if in a fair and just universe, they would have made the title game in 2011. Yeah. Again, sorry for, <laughs> sorry, sorry to everyone. We're, we're disappointing left and right by mentioning things that hurt. I know. Look, although I will say this, as painful as that would have been, can you imagine Brandon Whedon against the team he would have faced in the national title game? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Maybe that's better left alone. <laughs> maybe maybe you fell off and you missed that rung on the ladder because the Lord thought you had gone high enough. 
Are you saying minor league baseball pitchers versus NFL defensive secondaries in college is it's a, a bit of a mismatch? <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, Brandon Whedon, Brandon Whedon, every pass was a slow-moving taxi, and eventually someone was going to hail one of those, okay? There, there, maybe three, four, seven of them. I don't know. He wasn't going to scramble out of any trouble. How's that? <laughs> um, Holly, if I mention West Virginia, is that going to hurt you too much? Go on. <laughs> as a first time, as a team that could win a national title this year? No, no, no. In, in the oh, future, no, oh, in the future. Okay. In the future, just like because again, because they've come like within a couple of like degrees of probability of doing it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Several times, not just the one that everyone thinks of. Like they, they've they've come like yeah. <laughs> No, man, they've been right there. Like, were it not you, you, for... You can go back to the 80s. You know, they were a national... They were listed as a national finalist once. Once. All right? That would be... That would be with Amos Zeroway, Mark Bulger, 98 season, I believe. Um, which, by the way, that team, Flames. That was a fantastic team. <laughs> Delightful. Uh, also, you got to say Amos Zeroway a lot. That's an excellent college football This name. is painful for me now because we've got kind of a, a rebuilding situation about to happen there. Can we Can we not? Again, if it happened, it'd be spectacular. And I think West Virginia would be okay with it because they would just be like, well, yeah, told you. Right. Told you we could do it. Mm-hmm. Like Oklahoma State, I think they'd just be like, really? <laughs> we did. We won? Okay, cool. I hope T-Boone fires... Uh, Gundy the second it happens. <laughs> Took you long enough. Like fire him on stage at midfield at the trophy presentation. You're gone, buddy. He just rolls up and he's like just recites his record against the Sooners. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't get it done in Bedlam again this year. That's one loss. We can't tolerate that here. Jason, you got another one? Oh man. Uh let's see here. Let's see here. Um well, our beloved Arizona State is on the list. I really, I don't know. If, like, if Herm like, Edwards wins an <laughs> Hey, buddy, he, we got playoffs now, huh? Who, who else? Who else we want in there other than an old hand NFL coach in the playoffs? We won the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, I just picture like OSU fans. It's like skepticism. WVU fans. It's like, well, fucking finally, ASU fans. Like, do they notice? Like, like it's January. They're at the pool, right? The bar's open. It's 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 one week into January. They're working on their tan. You know how long that celebration would be, though, at ASU. Years. <laughs> you know, it'd be year seven of the championships. Like, party. like Bama celebrates the title for like hours. Clemson celebrates it for months. ASU is just like, football is canceled for like six years. <laughs> Let's <laughs> enjoy this. We're leaving guys, with the title belt. You guys went 1-11 this year. I know, isn't it cool? <laughs> yeah, that's the attitude I would like to adopt. That's the level of caring that I would like to have. Yeah, don't do this slow decline where everyone gets nervous about you losing one game, right? Don't do this thing where you get uh, a dynasty rolling and then with great tension wait for this first crack to appear right that sucks when- i can actually kind of comment on this uh atlanta united won a title last year the city's first title that i've cared about oh yeah in, in decades and decades actually not in four decades but you know what i'm saying uh and this year they're kind of bad and i don't give a shit at all like <laughs> we're still the reigning champs who cares if we're terrible so asu just take up this they did it right. They had like they had to replace a manager, and everyone liked the manager. And the manager left, and they hired the least likable person on the planet. Right? Like, oh, we're firing this guy. <laughs> like, which is there's no way he's going to have this job. So don't even pretend to get committed to it. Yeah, he's going to work his system in. Sure. <laughs> sure. Well, whatever. You gotta, you whatever know, it you was want. an emotional hire. It was like they were building up a bulwark in advance against what's eventually going to be an emotional firing. Like, you know, we got some feelings to work through. So it's like, a, is this a pre-firing? <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's like a pre-unfollow of the professional world. Yeah, I think um, 
I think another one that at least, you know, if we're going to count the modern era, I count the modern era. Well, Aggies. Mm. If we could. Oh, mm. Jeff Sagarin's going to have some things to say about this. That's fine. What yeah, else you, is you, you've incurred the wrath of the Dunkel index, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think I'm, you don't think I'm going to drop the people's elbow on a spreadsheet. Watch me. <laughs> You don't think I'm going to give Jeff Sagarin a stunner in front of all of his fa- his family, but not nerd. his friends? Nerd. Yeah, because that nerd can't have friends. No, no, no man, no man who's that uh, who's that in love with Elo Chess is going to have a single <laughs> friend to defend him. No. Wow, dude. Yeah, yeah. You hug that spreadsheet in the hospital after I put you there. Wow. Just wildly threatening Jeff Sagarin on a podcast. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Jeff Sagarin might be big, might be strong. I don't know. I've never really seen him. <laughs> if I do this and Sagarin turns out to be a stacked 6-7. Yeah. <laughs> he like walks in like Batista. I think your only, hope is, your only hope is to tag in Bill C. Yeah, that's And just like, y'all settle this. Y- y'all settle this on the, on the battlefield of the mind. Long distance and let you swing your little arms at him. Yeah. <laughs> let them fight. By God, here comes the Billingsley report. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, they've got claim. They have three claim national titles. With oh, we the last- got a tag team in here: Anderson and Hester. Oh, <laughs> uh, they've got a they have a claim national title in 1939. Yeah, I'm that just- one's. Uh, I think that is the legit one. I have. Let's see. Yeah, that one is super legit. But yeah, if we're defining, let's say World War II and on is modern. <laughs> I don't count. They- I don't count anything before segregation. Yeah, we. Yeah, really that's that's plenty fair. I, yeah. Like that's the end of segregation. Like that's. <laughs> so we're talking seventies onward. Aggies, you do not exist. You know, if, if at any point we can start making Bob Cousy type jokes about your skill players, it's not happening, right? <laughs> crazy legs, Hirsch. Actually, Elmore Crazy Legs Hirsch, which is actually go look at his film. He's crazy. Um, that's why they called him Crazy Legs. Mm-hmm. Um, hearing the name is what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, Brian, like it. it if your last one that you're counting is 1939, we need to have a talk. Because that's that's goes somewhere beyond stolen valor. We want a title in 39. Okay, cool. How, how many? Like, nobody been to the moon yet. So do we want to say uh, 1970 as er- and earlier does not count? I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm completely okay with that. So let's real quick <laughs> run through the schools that no longer have national titles. Yes, let's do that. Let's uh, strip them. Strip Princeton. Them. Bye. Bye, Bail. Princeton. Get Later. Get your ass out of here. Yeah. Uh, Michigan, you have one. Woo. <laughs> and it's a legitimate one. Completely legitimate. To be fair, Michigan, Michigan segregated for, uh, uh, integrated forever ago. So. No, no, no. We're not making fun of Michigan. Yeah, it's a fine Michigan, school. Uh, Pitt, you're down to one. Uh, let's see. Harvard, none. Minnesota, none. That's right. Penn, you're gone. Michigan State, bye. Cal, by Cornell, Illinois, out. Uh, you're all out. Iowa, sorry. By the way, I'm going to go back and just say that if you said Illinois national title in any year, you're gaslighting me. That did not happen. I will deny <laughs> no, they it. Were, they were great in uh, <clears throat> the post-World War One period. <laughs> uh, let's see. Army. Not a single go. amputee in the entire team. <laughs> Uh, Lafayette, not UL Lafayette. The Raging Cajuns, you can keep all your national titles. The other Lafayette. I don't know how to pronounce that. They're from up north. It doesn't matter. Uh, Ole Miss. Yes, sir. Yours are definitely gone. Yours are extra gone in this exercise. (laughs) Problematic. Uh, By the way, not a single donor from the state of Mississippi today. Hmm. Hmm. Come on, y'all. News hasn't traveled there yet. Can't you get get Uncle Catfish to throw in a couple of bucks? Uh, Chicago, Columbia, TCU, Stanford, Arkansas, Boston College. Out. Something called Center. <laughs> Cent- Center with the R-E, right? The Kentucky Yeah, Sentry. Yeah. Centrum. Centrum. Centra. Dartmouth, Detroit, Kentucky, Maryland, Navy, Oklahoma State, who somehow claims 1945 because the coaches poll put in a retroactive trophy for a year that was already insanely established. I'm going to claim 1945 on behalf of the Manhattan Project. Yeah, sorry. It's all the same to y'all. National title winner there. That's Oak Uh, Ridge talking. (laughs) Don't start 
Rutgers claims half of 1869, even though they were outscored on the year by the only other football team on earth. Uh, Syracuse, you're gone. UCLA, you're gone. Again, not all of you are to blame for uh, football not counting before the year 1970. Um, but some of you are. So you're all taken. You know, we're, we're punishing the whole class here. Hotty toddy. <laughs> uh, y'all want some breaking donation news since we started recording? Uh, yep. Kansas State has crossed the 1K mark with a single donor, uh, 100 bucks a month for the next 12 months. Whoa! And we have dueling LSU and Bama $500 donations that arrived back to back. I don't know what sick game y'all are playing, but please keep it up. Please continue. You know, for once, Smash Mouth competition between LSU and Alabama seems to be benefiting everybody. Yeah, I'd like to see this rematch. I like how the game is like, put in a score that will make a rival mad. And Bama and LSU are just like smashing the big button. Well, no, it's it's, it's, 500, <laughs> it's 500 to represent their record against one another in 2011. Yes. Okay, good. Hammer. Well, would you try another move? Hammer. I was thinking about using Hammer. That's Alabama and LSU and they play just like it's like Pokemon but with only one thing, right? <laughs> nothing you, yeah, nothing but uh level one yeah, they your 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 Pokemon hasn't learned shit. Yeah. It's just like like two drunk Scottish dudes fighting each other. They're just headbutting. It's He's learned punt. It's very effective. Yeah. <laughs> you've learned to punt. Now you've learned to punt. Use punt, Pikachu. Um this was, the, I think A&M is the one that <laughs> the national title would be least sane. I like, and I mean in the kind of like, yeah, dad just went into his like panic room for the next three days. He's got a TV in there. He's got enough beef jerky to last him for at least seven months. Um, he's got sewage, filtration, water, all that lined up there. We, we, we might not see him again. I'm just picturing the Longhorn reaction. I'm, I'm aware they're not rivals. <laughs> not rivals. I'm aware of the... The horns wouldn't even notice the result um, or acknowledge it in any way. Would, but like, what the fuck would they do? <laughs> what would they do if they were the two teams in the title game? Uh, how okay, would we know? They'd never thinking. talk about it. I know. I don't, I'm not aware of another game. I thought yeah. the Big 12 championship was uh, we we, de- we declined to play this game. It's beneath our brand. <laughs> we, don't, we, don't need, we don't need them. Uh, Duke also being beaten in donations now by Dayton. Oof. Also, everyone else nationally. Well, if you have... went to went to Duke, you're not good at Dayton. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. One of like your most famous grads, like you know, before he became one of our most sinister presidents, uh, drove his wife around on dates with other men. Wait, what? Richard, yeah, you know that? Nixon did what that. What the fuck? Nixon, yeah, Nixon and like, like Nixon, I think this was like college, I think, or high school. Like, like Nixon was like, so you want to go out? And she's like, you want to drive me on my dates with other guys? Nixon was like, sure. What the fuck? <laughs> and this worked? He became president. Yeah, it worked. He just wore her down. <laughs> It's like, someday I will be a president. What kind of president? Don't ask. That's a very good Nixon. Thank you. That's the second voice that you can do. I can do Ricky Gervais and Nixon. This does not Both speak of well of me. As a person, as a soul. So all evil Richards. All evil. I can only, oh, do, yeah. I can only do evil dicks. Evil dicks. <laughs> Army of dicks. Let's isolate that audio, folks. Folks, the uh, full cast out of context account. Chicken that was a uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Just imagine though, by the way, like Aggies, everyone else nationally would have to go through the same process we went through uh, in like eleven. I was like, hey, Aggies are coming on board. Well, let's examine their unique culture up close. Wow, this is you guys are mega weird. Like this is like really this is some like Colonel Kurtz up the river shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have. Have so when you say dog church, that's not a metaphor. Dog church. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, dog church with really good barbecue. And you have guys who look like janitors leading the cheers, saying things like, whoop! But not like, okay, not like normal janitors, but like Disney World janitors. Like mm. the crisp coverall janitors. Like I've 1940s they, milkmen. 
I yeah. always thought they kind of looked like the order orderlies in a sinister movie about mental illness and from like the fifties or sixties, right? Extraordinarily like, appropriate. When a guy got too high on reefer and was getting into the jazz scene and they had to take him to <laughs> Here come the yell leaders. Exactly. Here come the yell leaders who are like, Hey, sharp. Hey, here comes our yell leader. Saw him off. You're coming with us, sir. We'll get you clean. Ah, don't let them take me. Um, of course, if you were from Texas and they showed up, you'd be like, I don't know who's taking me to the loony bin. I don't know who's abducting me. I don't see anything happening. I don't even care. These guys aren't real. Um, this uh, That is the fan base I want to see exposed like on a national level for people to be like, oh, man, they do some really interesting things. And then like a week after this, when there's a constant exposure, everybody going, ah, this is you kind of just have to go with it, don't you? Put it back. Yeah. <laughs> Because there's a difference. The Longhorns are like, we're from Texas. Texas and are like, we're from College Station. Those two things. One oh, includes the Harvard's other. Harvard's oh. on the board. Look at Harvard's that. on the board. Yeah. Oh, finally made a valuable contribution to society. Harvard's first contribution to society. Finally, Harvard's useful. Oh, at last. Way to go, Harvard. Uh, That's can, like... I, can I recommend a uh, another first time champ? Yes, I have one. I have one more. Same. Okay. They might be the same. Uh, Washington State University. That, that is not mine. That is not okay. mine. Which basically, I mean, it's basically the same as Wisconsin, except we're substituting a slight bit of alcoholism for just natural weirdness. I said slight. I'm not insulting. I, I know you, 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 you emptied the plane. I know you emptied the Auburn bar. You're, you're, you're not Wisconsin, but still, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not shorting you on your alcoholism here. But we're replacing it with a little bit of weird is all. I don't think they would. Uh, I think they'd be fine. Like if Wazoo won a national title. <laughs> you know, like what is Wazoo before the national title? Uh, turned up to 11. Every bottle in the house empty. And people rolling dumpsters downhill on campus. It's a thing that really happened uh, on fire. What would happen if they won a national title? Same thing that happens <laughs> on our average Saturday night. Like how would you know? It'd be fine, you know? And, and also, there's kind of a Lubbock effect here as well, where it's basically quarantined from the rest of society. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't think that would be too much. There wouldn't be, like, a real loud noise. Can I give you one that would just be people who would not know how to act in the celebration? They would not know how to handle success. They would let their expectations get so sky high that they would immediately slip into delusions of grandeur Can't beyond wait. that imagined even by Arkansas fans. What? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, 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 buddy. Yeah. Right. Bring that pony on back to the stable. You you want to know where I'm going? You want to know where I'm going with this? And when I say Not it, really, actually, this sounds terrible. No, you'll see like okay. people, people who, if that coach won a national title, he'd be fired in two years. Mm. Like easy. Okay. Not a danger with their current head coach, I will tell you. Because <laughs> South Carolina, oh, in the event God. of a national title. Oh, God. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Yeah, baby. Unfortunately, that's never going to happen. I mean, they have, you know, they have one division title in the program's history. Oh, I'm aware. So are you. The AC, they won the ACC in 1969. Maybe they should go back there. <laughs> Done count. Yeah, yeah, there you go. See, before nineteen seventy, that doesn't even count. Oh, they, 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 they got it in at the opposite of the buzzer. Yeah, like, you, you should have saved that for a few years, you dummies. <laughs> they hit it at the negative one mark on the clock. You stupid idiots. <laughs> the game hadn't started yet. Auburn's like happens, happens to the best of us, and also to Auburn. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know that like the, the program has an illustrious history when one entry on the Wikipedia page is Cyval Newton joins the 600 club. <laughs> I mean, I say this with all due affection towards Cyval Newton as a player. He was real fun. If he is a large part of your program's history, it's not been a good history. It's not been great. If they like won, they would have no idea what to do. None. And, and by that, I mean, like we say, oh, they have no idea what to do. They just they have no idea what to do with happiness. No, no, no. They, they would assume they'd be like they would oh. have like motor confusion. Yeah. Muscle, <laughs> muscle memory problems. Yeah. Like people driving into trees like my hands don't work. Cool. <laughs> I can't believe we won. 
like people who their delusions about that program, they'd be like, it's time at last. They would assume they were on some sort of Clemson trajectory where they were going to be competing with Alabama every single year. And yeah, South Carolina did beat Alabama that one time. I don't forget that because it was funny and it involved several amazing players, including, yes, Steven Garcia. Mm. Man, we're right back to men with mustaches that you should never run away with. <laughs> came, came full circle, didn't it? But South Carolina, South Carolina would assume like, oh man, our, our era is here. We, we, will, we will reign forever. And in two years, that coach would be torched. Gone. That coach would be like, I'm going to go coach the Jets. Bye. So Will Muschamp is coaching the Jets. Oh God. <laughs> will Muschamp, New York City. More like must chump, huh? Huh? Are you kidding? That man will be a god at Sabaros. Are there still Sabaros? It is. It is the New York style pizza place, and I assume it's still there. Shut down, full cat has a word. Shut down. Yeah, shut down, full cat's like, why are you even speaking this into reality? <laughs> it might happen. Just a confused Will Muschamp coaching a four-two game somewhere against Bill Belichick <laughs> when Belichick's like eighty. Yeah, South Carolina would be a <laughs> South Carolina would be an absolute flaming disaster. <laughs> Just... Oh, can you imagine that? Yeah, can't can't quite picture it. Hello, it's me, Ashley Carmen. And I'm Caitlin Tiffany. And we are the hosts of the Verges podcast, Why'd You Push That Button? It's a show that asks the hard, weird, occasionally dumb questions about how your tiny tech decisions impact your social life. So we're asking questions like, how do you choose your skin tone emoji? And why do you delete your tweets? Every episode, we talk to both users and experts to get to the bottom of these questions that we're confronted with every day. Check it out. Subscribe to Why'd You Push That Button on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you love to get podcasts.